everybody. Welcome to another feedback show. Hey, hey. How's hey. It it's just the three of us, me, Moondog, and Pat. And uh, we are no Nikki, so you can turn off the show now. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki-less and Joshless. They have things to do on Saturday night. <laughs> Go figure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> show yep. off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they have lives. How dare they? For me, well, they it was just either want us to think- and do this or hang out with my daughters and their friends in the living room. <laughs> they just want us to think they have lives. They don't really have lives. <laughs> well, just- obviously, they got something else to do. No, they're just trying to make us think that they have something else to do. It's a gotcha. You know, um, man, I gotta hand it, uh, Pat and. Nikki at Origins, or was it? No, it was Origins. Got me these Braille dice, and I've been using them to roll whenever I come upon a game with six-sided dice lately. And my God, these these dice roll nicely. Do they really? They do. I keep rolling sixes Good. and fours and fives, and it's very nice. So, huh. of course, now I've said that. Well, of course, now the next game we next play game will require you to roll low instead guys. of high. Yeah, well. <laughs> but. Uh, but what would Jared be without the occasional snake eyes roll? That's for sure. So uh, one of the things that we have that we wanted to put up for discussion, and uh, it's early enough that uh, we welcome listener input, uh, and that is what do we want to do with the holiday season as far as do we want to do uh, special games like we've done the past um, the past year? Although we didn't start till November, so some of those were on the gutter skypes. As See, we're way ahead of the game now. Yeah. We're starting to think about it now instead of waiting until... September, till... yeah. <laughs> yeah. When are you going to post this little ditty of feedback? Uh, probably in the next few days. I'm going to finish editing the episode I'm editing right now, and then I'll post it, and then the next day I'll post the feedback show. Okay. So. Yeah, we've got to get this one out, especially if we have any chance of winning the award. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we got nominated for an award. Uh, it's the Augies, and uh, we will have a link in the show notes. Um, you know, show your... I mean, you have shown your support in so many other ways, and yet we're going to ask you to show your support in one more. So, uh... We want to beat uh, the other <laughs> podcasts. Besides, it would just... You know, if we could beat all games considered. Yeah, there there is a cyber date with Nikki involved. <laughs> Oh, God, don't say that. Then, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm kidding. Yeah, there I bet you'll really go for it. Me. Oh, wait a minute. You know what? I have, been giving, I have been given Nikki's proxy vote. So anything we decide tonight, I vote for Nikki. She told me so. So, oh. yeah, Vicky, Nick, Nikki will gladly do a, a cyber date. Cyber date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you will never get that proxy vote again, sir. I'm almost positive. <laughs> I can't believe she gave it to me the first time. <laughs> She's usually so smart. (laughs) I think there was a trust thing that I'm about to completely destroy. Oops. Well, damn it. Well, you know. But yeah, so uh, go ahead and uh, vote for us. Vote for us. No, vote for whatever your heart tells you to vote for. No. Vote for us. Vote Vote for us. us. We won an Augie Award. (laughs) Okay, I really want the award. Yes. I want the prestigious Golden Augie. 
That's what it says right on the website. Prestigious Golden Augie. I know. There you go. Is that? But it's great that somebody recognizes uh, Blind Geek's talent. Oh, jeez. I think they're recognizing the talent of our group as a whole. So thank, thank you, whoever decided to nominate us. We appreciate it very, very much. And so, yeah, but the holidays are coming. And uh, so we wanted to know what, what you would like to, uh, to hear on the podcast regarding holidays. We were thinking of doing um, for Christmas, we were tossing around the idea of actually using the Spirit of the Season supplement that was put out a few years ago. Uh, my first attempt at GMing on the gutter Skypes, I called it Spirit of the Season because I had had every intention of using that. Uh, supplement, and at the time, we all had ready-made characters, and I wanted to use those characters, and I hadn't, I couldn't come up with a decent story using the stuff in the supplement. But now, uh, as it stands, we don't have characters here in Monkeys Took My Jetpack for Satsi, so we could use the pre-gens that came with the supplement and just go from there. So, we're thinking about maybe doing that. Um, or, uh, Josh had put out the idea of Invaders Meet Santa. That has interesting and rather disturbing possibilities. <laughs> I thought it sounded like fun. But. Yeah, yeah. It, it, either way, I think there's... Uh, also, the possibility of a tune game, of course, for pretty much any holiday, you can <laughs> you can put together a tune game for almost anything. <laughs> pretty much, just have to describe a setting and then sit back and let you guys go crazy on one another. Yep. <laughs> just like, like how it works. Just like in a real Looney Tunes cartoon. So, let us know what uh, sounds good to you. Not necessarily just of those possibilities. That's just what we've been tossing around. I think for Halloween we should bring back M-Force. That is not a bad idea. That's what we did last time. Yep. It'd be a tradition to continue to bring back M-Force characters. That's true, and it is a monster. Yeah, it is a monster hunting game. about traditions here. That's right. Yeah, perfect. Tradition. And you run it really well. You should run it, sir. Mm-hmm. Well, either either I will or... Well, let's see. Yeah, either I will or Josh will. Or, you know, since we've both run M-Force before, maybe we should open it up to you or Pat. Or Nikki. Well, I, I am all for that. I don't think Nikki would be. But we can certainly... Well, I don't know. Pat, you have Nikki's proxy vote. Is she... <laughs> for the idea of GMing M-Force in the, as a Halloween game? You know, I have the feeling that if I vote in any way other than no on that, she would her spirit would materialize right here beside me and throttle my soul. <laughs> yeah, we probably should not force her into that. Yeah, because yeah. Nikki's got wicked powers. I mean, <laughs> on Cyber Date and GMing, I think we're going too far here. That's true. Okay, you know what? I'm going to give you... I'm going to start collecting uh, feedback for episode 27 
But I'm going to give you episode 26 if you guys want to work through this. Okay. While I continue to compile the rest. <laughs> okay. And don't forget iTunes. I, um, you read this, then I'll read iTunes, then we'll do 27. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, All right. plan. Plan on. I'll even take the first one from episode 26. A shady business on the level. That's right. Uh, this is from Gamecaster. Really enjoy the faux old-timey radio feel of the show. Mixed in with the new feedback. So many great t-shirt logos came from this one. He didn't share any of those great feed or great t-shirt logos, though. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure what he's referring to there, but we should make t-shirts, you know. We need t-shirts. I mean, I think uh, I, I want a t-shirt that says "Once you go bare." <laughs> Let me stop by some of the bars. I have a feeling I might be able to get you that t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Nikki has threatened to make t-shirts for quite some time, to have t-shirts made. So maybe it's time we... uh, Took her up on it? Took her up on it, yeah. Well, I went out to Cafe Press today and made a beer stein all ready for MonkeyCon. So I will get that ordered, and I'm going to be all set for... Oh, sweet. I'm ready. And you're going to be drinking beer. Oh, lovely. By the time we get to the nighttime game... Well, I'm not going to start in the morning with it. (laughs) (laughs) No, Bloody Mary's in the morning. (laughs) I was thinking the beer stein would be perfect for coffee. It'll hold just enough. There you go. Well, thank you, Gamecaster, for the feedback. Gamecaster. Yep. And let's see, we got Grimpen. Grimpen, who says... I like this one. He says, I don't usually comment on the feedback because commenting on the feedback seems kind of redundant considering the existence of the forums. But the banter portion, oh, the banter portion. Once you've had bear, you never go back. Oh, why can't I forget it? Because I keep bringing it up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that one I think caused many people to spit coffee. Across the <laughs> room, or shoot milk out their nose. One of I know I was almost privy to one of those myself. Um, he says, "I've got to admit, I really like the Funky Frank episodes. The editing and sound effects are, as always, superb. Thank you, and the characters are, as always, engaging. Prometheus Jones is positively funktastic." As always. I'm also in fear of seeing one of Jerome's recipes as well. <laughs> yeah, that that would that might be right up there with um Damn, I'm not gonna make that comment because maybe for Halloween reference. Yeah, there you go. Maybe for Halloween uh we can do something like that. That's that is another possibility of bringing back. I mean, we could either do M Force for Halloween, or we could do Funky Frank. Or Funky Frank, either yeah. either one is themed perfectly for Halloween. Yeah, so that's. Well, maybe our listeners should vote and give us feedback on which one they would prefer hearing. There you go. All right. 
Uh, let's see, is there anything else from Grimpin? Oh, yes. ABBA? ABBA. I have sat through Mamma Mia, the movie. Is that not enough? Chicken <laughs> Teeth. Is that still a bad movie? That's <laughs> a horrible movie. <laughs> oh. Now, I'm not saying it's superb. Mm-mm. But uh, <laughs> I thought it was all right. I mean, given I what... I just wish... If they're going to do a musical... Just for fun, how about hiring people that can sing? See, that, okay, I have to disagree with you. I actually like it better when they have people who... I would much rather hear someone sing and do a pretty decent job as opposed to having someone who is obviously overdubbed. Yeah. You know? No, I don't mind... I don't mind... I don't mind decent job. I don't think... I mean, and I know Meryl Streep can sing. I don't think she sang well in, in Mamma Mia. Uh, Pierce, I think, was absolutely horrid in it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, no. there are actors that can sing. Certainly not all of them. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, he, he was definitely not the... <laughs> he will not be getting any uh, Grammy Awards anytime soon. <laughs> uh, but... Let's see, where the hell did we... Oh, and the Swedish accents, honestly, it was pretty hilarious. Well, that was kind of the point. Uh, I'm not even sure we really did Swedish accents. I mean, if you, <laughs> I think we... I, I think some of you did. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Nikki was sure trying. Well, I know we did accents. It's whether they were Swedish that I take... Yeah. <laughs> Your accent was as good as the singing in Mamma Mia. <laughs> there you go. That's pretty much. <laughs> but they made a lot more money on that movie than we did on your singing or your accents. I think my thing about the movie was that it was just, I've seen the play. And when you compare the two, well, there really is no comparing the two. Good God. That was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like saying you read the book. Too. What? Yeah. The book is always better. Yeah. Yeah, no, I got to see it on stage too, and yeah, it's it's hard. It's not fair because you do make the comparison. Yeah, and you really can't. I mean, I didn't even see it like on. I saw it at a dinner theater, so I'm sure it was a scaled down version. But it was still cool, especially at the end when they're just doing the songs after the whole story is done, and they just. I I could have just spent the whole time uh, do, enjoying that. Where they just did, it was like the little encores that they did at the end. Mm hmm. I live in Iowa. Our dinner theater is really watching the corn grow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but do you get to eat it afterwards? Yeah. And during. See, there you go. That's, that makes, that's awesome. Dinner theater. Yep. Okay. Let's see. Having said that, he says, I kind of get what Blind Geek was talking about with serious games or. One's played straight, as someone mentioned earlier in the forums. Nikki, I can assure you that Call of Cthulhu is fun in its own way. In fact, I kind of wonder what the jetpackless would do with Trail of Cthulhu. Me too. I admit I usually look to MTMJ for levity and humor, but I have no doubt that the result would be enjoyable. Those of the jetpack was also in the gutter skypes. The gutter skypes. May recall the fiasco games that can sometimes be very much on the on the drama side of the drama slash comedy scale. 
Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, that's my thing. I don't think it's an either or thing. I don't think I don't think anyone, I know I haven't ever said that if we were going to play a quote serious game that that would take all the humor. I don't think we could if we wanted to because that's just who we are. I mean, Zoe is to me a serious game that we're playing. I mean, it's not what? Yeah, it is. Because we actually give a shit about what's happening to the characters. We're not Any just... game could be serious. Well, um, no. Name one. Toon. Paranoia. Toon could be made serious. That would be... Then why would you that be would playing Toon? That would be Ralph Bakshi. Okay. But again, why would you use the Toon system yeah. for that? If you were going to do that, you would have a game I'm, set You didn't in that. say, why would you use a system to play a serious game? But I think any game could be serious. Any game could be fun. Well, okay. If you're gonna, okay, I take that back. Champions is out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think hey, if, if, champions could be fun if you just ignore about ninety percent of the rules. But then again, <laughs> why are you playing champions if you're going to do that? Uh, so I don't know. I see what you're saying because, but I, I, I see what you're saying. Yes, Zoe could be a serious game. Well, I mean, yeah, it. it by my definition, serious just means that you're not playing it for laughs. You're playing it, and you actually, you know, when, 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 all when we had stuff, all that stuff going on with the, with the tooth fairy, and and nothing was going Zephyr's way, and she's, we were giving her a hard time, and at one point I heard Nikki say, "Zephyr's shutting down," and I thought, okay. If Zoe was not, you would not hear that in a non-serious game. You don't have the characters shut down due to the stressful situation they find themselves in in a game that's being played. I mean, I guess you could, technically, but it's just different. So, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, enough about that. All in all. All in all, though, I think for Funky Frank... Dressing up as ABBA to infiltrate the shade shipment works. Thanks for another great episode. Okay, the next piece of feedback we got is from Blind Geek. Oh, God. We're going to skip that one. (laughs) (laughs) Feedback from ourselves. Well, I only included that because the next one from Grimpen actually references Blind Geek. Okay. But we don't oh. have to. You can skip right ahead if you want. Okay, well, I'm going to skip right I ahead. I left those out afterwards. Okay. So I just, I'll just say, I meant, what I said was that I thought a, a, silly, a silly Dresden file game would be tantamount to sacrilege, and I still feel that way. Ah, uh, okay, I get it. Well, we're going to try to make it that way then. <laughs> Well, actually, I think we've, we've, we're not playing Dresden Files after Zoe anymore. We're playing... Bulldogs. Excuse me? We're playing Bulldogs, because I don't want to run Dresden Files. I have, I'm playing Dresden Files. Come you're on. playing with yourself. Okay, now what I do in my private time is none of your business. <laughs> um, I actually have some comments now. Well, Pat, it's, it's your business, I understand. <laughs> I've got a website. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Am I up for a new award now? <laughs> you're, you're nominated for a different award. 
I thought. <sighs> well, no, the reason. Okay. Little back. I used to read this guy's blog called Hero Press, and I think he's since changed it to I'd Rather Be Killing Monsters. But when the Doctor Who game came out, he was trying to decide what he wanted to run, and he said, I know based on my comments, you all are probably thinking, why am I not running Doctor Who? And he said, it's because I don't think I could do a Doctor Who story justice. I, I think the stuff I would come up with for Doctor Who, for a Doctor Who game, would just draw attention to the fact that it pales by comparison to the actual Doctor Who stories that are out there. And that's kind of how I feel about Dresden Files. I'm reading the books right now and thinking, I just not... I just don't see... I mean, anything I would come up with, it, it, eh, it's just not going to be on a caliber of the series. But it doesn't okay. have to be, because this is our story now. Yeah. Well, let Pat run it then. Fine. No, if I run a game, I'm, if, the next game I'm running is Bulldog. <sighs> Bulldogs. They're both I'm not saying it has to be next. Uh, yeah, Can I have Nixie's proxy vote for just one session? <laughs> Not for this one. I mean, no, I, I'm fine with going on to Dresden next. I thought we were doing Dresden next and then Bulldogs. Yeah, Eric. That's, okay. Well, <laughs> think but that's think okay. It, we'll Eric. do whatever Eric over. wants to do. He's the one GM, and he's got to pick the game anyway. I should keep my mouth shut since he's the one GMing. Or yeah. Do you want to run, run it? No, I don't want to run Dresden Files. I want to play Dresden Files. Well, I wouldn't mind playing Dresden Files too. That's why I was... That's fine. We'll play Bulldogs next. Well, we've got time. We yeah. do have plenty of time. With, we're not we can argue back yet. and forth on this. Well, we got Zoe, and now we got a Halloween episode to do and a Christmas That's episode true. to do. <laughs> That's true. By the time... Yeah. It'll be another year before we ever get to another game. No, it will yeah. not be another year. Well, maybe. It'll be next year. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, uh, we can't do anything special for New Year's? Uh, I don't even do anything special for New Year's. At Are we doing anything special for our first year anniversary as a podcast? When's that? Is it, uh, coming up November. Well, that might be the Halloween episode. That's true. Oh, wait, no, Is we'll be putting first? that out before Halloween. Oh, well. Yeah, I, it's, we'll I gotta, I gotta look that. back and see when the first episode was posted because I our first recorded our re- first recording was November first because that's when we all got together for the Wushu uh, game. But I can't remember what day it actually posted because that would be the first year anniversary, technically. But anyway, we'll figure it out. I think Monkey Con is kind of like our first year anniversary thing. That's yeah, that's true. It's a big event for us. Yeah. No one has. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. No one has responded on the forums to my to my game. I haven't checked to see if anybody's actually signed up for it yet. What game are you running? I am running All Stars. It came from the high school lunchroom. Cool. Which session? Uh, it is the. Five o'clock session. I can't remember if I'm in a game or not. I'll have to go out and look. Yeah. 
And then, but anyway, we probably should get back to feedback. Yes. So, yes. I'm going to start with more episode 26 feedback, or is it? I assume uh, this is from Grimpen still. Yeah, the yeah. one that starts off. I'm looking. I'll admit, I'm looking forward to hearing you guys with Dresden Files. We kind of already talked about that. Okay. <laughs> so one more comment. But it's on the banter portion, and it's about Zoe. So does it really belong in the episode 26 feedback thread? Wherever you want to put it, sir. <laughs> we'll find it. <laughs> Funky Frank is so much distilled funktastiness, it deserves a moment to shine, but too late now, I suppose. With regards to Nikki lamenting HRH, Princess Zephyr's lack of success with spells, I just wanted to offer the opinion that, that this is okay. And it is in the striving that she grows as a character. In fact, I was really impressed with Nikki's spellcasting in the last Zoe game, even though the dice did not give her what she needed, learning points. Oh, darn. Now that I'm commenting on Zoe, with regards to Jarhead, I mean Jared's dealings with the Tooth Fairy, I'm starting to reconsider my original position. While it may be obvious to any native Zoelander not to deal with crazy Tooth Fairy, Jarhead is a stranger in a strange land, as I recall. Thomas Quinn or Webster may have to intervene to save him from himself. We knew that from episode one. <laughs> I'm sorry, Funky Frank. I've slid the comment thread with Zoe stuff. I'm going to ignore the Jarhead comment. <laughs> okay. From On yourself now. Not the one, not the one from Grimpen. I'm ignoring. Yeah, he he kind he is, but they don't know that yet because I haven't posted that episode. Oh, we haven't got that. We haven't posted that one yet. Okay, no. Oops, my um, bad. Edit, edit. Yeah, but I, what I, Jared is not as much of an idiot as everyone in the group seems to think he is. Webster's he's, never he's, said he's an idiot. That's true. Webster has said he's Webster a dick, but he's talk. never. <laughs> well, Webster's never times. said anything, but yes. But uh, but no, I I think uh, I think after this after issue twenty seven, Zephyr doesn't get to or Nikki doesn't get to lament Zephyr's inability to use her magic. And uh, mm-hmm. if you haven't heard episode twenty seven yet, then stop listening to this and go listen to that, and then come back. But, yeah, because she got us into basically a world of, ah, hell. Spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, we're sorry. Okay, who's next? I'll take this one. You go. This is I'm done pulling stuff in. So this is from Frithkin, and he is actually uh, referring back to a, a thread within this forum. So uh, it's not really feedback, feedback. So if you don't want to do this, I won't put these in anymore. I'm not sure what since these are full feedback episodes. I'm not sure what we're all pulling in. But this is commenting within the thread. Uh, he's talking about what to call a game that's more serious, but you don't want to use the word serious. Mm-hmm. So uh, Frithkin says, "Would gravitas serve? Maybe not." I kind of like Wilhelm's suggestion of Verisim. I think it was Wilhelm. If it wasn't Wilhelm, I apologize to whoever it was uh, who suggested uh, Zerker, Ver- and it's coming up. Oh, then uh, let's edit that whole fucking thing up. I kind of like Zerker's take on it, which we'll hear in a second. Actually. 
Um, yeah, because uh, Wilhelm once upon a time continues with guessing at, uh, he says, conceivable, authentic, truthy, approachable. None of the things we're and good then, at. Yeah. And then Zerker, go, Eric. Uh, Zerker says, verisimilitude, spelled out phonetically, the quality of appearing to be true or real, which is perfect for what I'm trying to get across. Then Wilhelm responds, um, none, there are simply too many syllables. Cut a few, and it'll be perfect. Very similar. Very similar gaming. There you go. Okay, so it was both of them, kind of, who... Yeah, they worked together on that. Yeah. Teamwork. That's what we're about here at Monkeys Took My Jetpack. (laughs) And I like very similar gaming. I like that as a term. Yeah. So... I do too. Well, there we go. That's what I strive for: is very similar gaming. Because yeah, serious makes me think of Vampire the Masquerade, and and yeah, and and I just, people that just take it too seriously to have fun. Everything's about the rules, and yeah, the rules so. are optional. That's right. Talk about serious. I think Dread's a very serious game. Judge Dread? No, Dread. <laughs> Sorry, Pat. I'm not laughing at you. <laughs> Uh, maybe a little. You guys have not seen yeah. Dread. I've, I've seen, seen. That's Dread. the one with the tower. That that. Uh, yeah, you use a Jenga tower. Talk about serious no. and, and, and intense. Okay, and, I've heard people talk about it. I didn't re- recognize the name. And yeah, more help you, you if you're something in the game you have to pull, and if you're if the if you knock the tower over, your character dies. And Lord help wow. you if your cat decides to explore the dining room table while you're playing the nope. game. <laughs> As a cat certainly would. That's a serious game. That reminds me of a toy I used to have when I was a kid called Jaws. And it was this <laughs> big plastic shark. And in his stomach were all these pieces of, of objects that he had eaten. And it was the lower jaw was on a hinge. And so you, what you would do is you would put all of the pieces... Uh, you would... And stack them on top of his jaw. And the object was you each, you had a hook that you passed around, and your object was to take, to take, to remove a piece from his jaw, like whether something might be a boot or, um, I think there were bones in there, stuff like that. And as you moved more pieces, the weight would start to shift because. It was just a rubber band holding, you know, the, and the weight of the pieces were what was keeping the jaws from snapping shut. Wow. And so it got really intense. It doesn't probably sound intense from my description, but man, I'm telling you, when you start to move a piece and you hear the sound of the, the uh, things rustling and, the, and moving around, eventually the jaw snaps closed and uh, all the remaining pieces would go back into his stomach which made a really cool <laughs> noise which would scare <laughs> the crap re-re- out of you if, they should re-release uh, that game and get Bethany Hamilton to to endorse it I don't know who that is she was the girl surfer who lost an arm in a shark attack oh, oh. yeah okay well that's all we have for episode 26 so you said you were going to do iTunes next I've got iTunes rock on read away three of them the first one 
August 3rd. This is from Mpig. He says, uh, the title is, Well Played. See what I did there? It is a pun. They play RPGs and stuff. (laughs) And Mpig writes, This is a well-produced and wonderful podcast of a virtual table of gamers playing various role-playing games. If I had not listened to this podcast, I would be unaware of a multitude of games and gaming systems. My life would be sadder without that knowledge. Every member of this cast is stellar, especially the cast member who reads this in their feedback section. (laughs) That person is clearly my favorite because of how smart and humorous they are and how their character did that thing to the stuff. That was good, favorite cast member. You are aces. Well, thank you, pig. (laughs) I will buy you lunch. Uh, the next one is from August 8th. This was that a five-star by, rating? It was a five-star rating. These are all, well, we only get five-star ratings so far. Yay! Well, don't say that. Yay. The, well, we only deserve those. Don't jinx this, us. <laughs> obvious Ray, This he writes, impossible. This show is impossible to stop listening to once you start. Nikki's entertaining quips, blind geeks' bad puns, Josh's random thoughts, Chris's nonchalant way of saying insane things, and Pat's, my personal favorite, oh, Oh, obvious, friend. I love you. Well, that's two <laughs> uh, out my of personal three. Favorite, clever wow. wit, hook you from the first game and keep the last coming. Definitely worth getting addicted to. I wonder if... Do I... Mom. That must be mom. <laughs> mom is signing <laughs> into iTunes now. Your mom uh, then, then, um, She must be obvious, Ray. I don't know who else would claim me as a favorite. Uh, well, next all is... Did. Yeah, give yourself more credit, sir. Well, thank you. Next is always great. Five-star rating from Malika Onstad. And Malika writes, The jetpackless are always great for a laugh. Well, more than one single laugh. They are great for side-splitting, gut-busting, falling over in your chair, hilarious antics. One episode is enough to get you hooked on the fearsome fivesome and their RPG madness. So download and listen already. Wow. Great reviews. Yeah, man. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you Thank very you much. Thank you, listeners. Thank you all. Yeah. The Why Fearsome Fivesome. Wow. We're the Fearsome Fivesome. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Get Stan T-shirt. Lee on the phone. This is Stan Lee. I love that guy. I could listen to him interviewed all day. He just has the coolest stories to tell. All right. And there... Feedback. feedback for episode 27, Choices. And I and I tried to... to uh, stylize my game description uh, after his speech patterns, so you will have to read it to see if I was successful. True <laughs> believers. Only thing I forgot to say was, Excelsior! But other than that, because I think that's kind of a Marvel thing. I didn't want to totally blatantly rip Okay, so stuff. who gave us the first feedback on episode 27? Choices. Trilobite. 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 Yeah, I just noticed that that didn't come through. So, yeah, that's I, from Trilobite. Okay. Huzzah. I'll be back with more later, but just wanted to say nice China, Chinatown reference. Blind Geek, or was it the two Jakes? Um, back with more later. It was Chinatown, and, uh, yeah, glad I'm glad you caught that. Does he type the... Is this all from him? Yes, then he continues. Oh, in another part of the day, he must have re- or typed some more. Dear ungrateful bastard. <laughs> Pat, I think he's referring to you. Yeah, I think so. Not me now. I don't know if I've laughed aloud as much in any of the previous episodes I did at this one. I'm 
I'm going to try not to give accidental spoilers in case anyone somehow reads this without hearing the episode. But there was some great imagery and some hilarious twists in the action, which I think I found all the funnier for being a long-time GM. Josh, you are some sort of mad genius. And your solution to the de- debased action of the fickle Furman you grace with the title players serves as an elegant example of all who would seek to hold the GM's torch. <laughs> also, torture-enhanced interrogation and murder, my, a bit dark. This is not a complaint, mind you. It just came as a bit of surprise, and one can't help but wonder how the characters themselves feel about it. Thanks again for all your hard work and your generosity in sharing it. Thank you. Yeah, I have to say, I think I, I think know. you should read the next one, Blind Geek. It's from Blind Geek. <laughs> from me, Blind Geek. Nope, it was Chinatown. Haven't seen the sequel. Phew, it's been nearly 20 years since I saw the original. God, I'm old. But that scene sticks with you. Nice catch. And that would be uh, the She's My Daughter and My Sister reference. Thank you for feedback, Blind Geek. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime. (laughs) Always a pleasure to hear from Blind Geek. Yeah, well, you know. (laughs) And I think, Patrick, your turn to read. I'll take Ketamono. Ketamono writes... Thanks for playing our Hardwired Hinterland promo. Yes, it was a bit dark with the interrogation of the Tooth Fairy. Reminds me when I was playing a Kazin in a game and threatened to eat an old space prospector. He called my bluff, and I bit off his hand. He then then had a heart attack and died on the spot. Then the Kazin security crew of the ship ate him. We made sausages. Nice. (laughs) Good portrayal of a Kazin tea. Um, love Kevin's comment upon seeing the headless tooth fairy. He doesn't look well. Was great. <laughs> the thought of Thomas having a wife and cubs is great. I bet he'd make a great bear of a dad. That was that was a great. That was really cool playing. Um, or is that a dad of a bear? Okay, kids. Today we learn how to catch and kill a chicken. I want you to go out and catch as many chickens as you can and bring them back to me. <laughs> Right, Kenemono goes on. Oh, and I found an interesting picture of a sexy goblin queen. And he includes a link to that, so you can go to the forums for that. And he says, I love the fact Zephyr even made her role and still managed to put the party into peril and partially destroy the the bluegill. But Jarhead had to stick his nose into it. And he actually calls you Jarhead there. Yep. Blank geek. All right. A troll siege. A siege! Jarhead facing down a troll army with only his wit. Hardly a fair fight. I mean, with him being completely unarmed. Red Hook Island, I bet they have great ale. Zephyr, BSing the Black Army Scouts into forming up an honor guard was brilliant. She should have gotten her clever as well for that role. So, was the sea serpent's name Cecil? Was he seasick? Don't throw me into the briar patch. Yes, Josh did a bang-up job of getting the group back together. Sad that the portion of the Chicken Revolution didn't make it, but there's plenty of them back in the Badger Kingdom. Watch out for the Chicken Guevara. <laughs> You know, I think Josh gets a lot of credit for bringing us back together, but we worked hard to get back together, too. We did work hard for that. Yeah, it's all Josh, 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 and then Pat's the, (laughs) you know, the most favorite one. (laughs) Only if my mom. (laughs) I only grabbed her arm to protect her. 
Okay, this next one is from, is it Kokai? Kokai, I believe. Kokai. Oh, dearie me. I now have the huge urge to invade Monkey Con Zero in my debut GMing role as the suddenly abandoned chickens take the blue fin and the misadventures that result. Alas, I am attending a different event that day in my meat sack, so I will try to make GeekCon. I'm not sure I can pull off the GMing job. Anyone think this would be a fun game? I think it'd be a fun game. Yeah. Sounds like a good game. Oh, and thank you, Kedemono, for the feedback. Oh, yep. <laughs> As always, thank you, Kedemono. Yes. But yeah, that would be good, and there's still time to uh, to get in on the MonkeyCon shenanigans www.conplanner.com Yeah, I don't think there's any limit to the number of games that can be put up, is there? No, they can just build and no. build and build. I think what we're going to find is there right now there are, are probably more players. No, there are more games going on than than players can fill them at this point. But that's going to change. Cuz yep. more especially if we win an Augie. That's right. When we win okay, the who wants to read from Computer King? From Computer King. Computer King, in his evil wisdom, writes. Excellent work, all. I thought Nikki would never top Zephyr's drunken ramble in the eggnog bog, but that sad, final-sounding wind deportation spell may have just one-upped it. Too bad about the chickens. Not so bad about the tooth fairy. And once again, good role play all around. <laughs> Thank you, Computer King. Thank you for commu- Computer King. Thank you, Computer King. King. You know, I really, I really feel bad about the way the Tooth Fairy ended. I think it's been far enough that everyone's heard it by now. I don't. The Tooth Fairy. I was- do. I really didn't mean I, when I tossed the Tooth Fairy out of the crow's nest. My intention had been to do it like a yo-yo, but I forgot to mention that I had a web strand tied around her. <laughs> so it was, you know, the tooth fairy was going to spin down and then zip back up to the crow's nest. But I forgot to mention that. So when it hit the ground and died, I mean, I really felt horrible about that. But then I well, got over well, it. Well, no, wait, now, in, You're a well, wait a second, though. But that's not what killed the tooth fairy. The tooth fairy was wounded from that. But what killed her ultimately <laughs> was when Zephyr tried to heal her, and her head came off in her hand. That's what finally did her in. So <laughs> right. we can totally blame off. Zephyr for that's this. That's right. We can blame Zephyr. In fact, I think I, I hesitate to say this because I don't want to to cause inner party conflict. Well, hell, maybe I do a little bit. Yes, you do. Do it. Yeah, because. <laughs> Zephyr, if for all of her, for all of her, uh, what's the Meddling? word? For all of her big, her her um, bombastic speeches about what is the right thing to do and how she knows best and all this, she's gotten us into more trouble. I mean, she's killed the Tooth Fairy after all those claims. And now, true, that was an accident, but still, she did it. She did it, and. So she's brought another enemy down on our heads, as if the Goblin Queen wasn't enough, and the you Sea know, Wolves. It's all an act. It's all an act. She knew what she was doing when she twisted the Tooth Fairy's head off. She may have. And then, and then, she completely leaves everyone else hanging high and dry on the boat. But <gasps> they're going to her quest. She's a double agent. 
She and doesn't she, kill us all. And she never lets me eat. She never lets Thomas eat. She's trying to starve you She's to death. To starve you to death. I know. She, you know, completely just just thought of no one but herself and and left everyone on the boat with not knowing where they were going to go, what they were going to do, should they go after her. And the whole point of going to Red Hook Island was to procure help to fight the sea wolves who were going to probably be attacking the Badger Kingdom. So not only did she let us down, but she also let the Badger Kingdom down, of whom she is supposedly a knight at this point. Who's going to be there? she's aligned herself. Yeah. Who's going to be there to uh, fight the sea wolves now, princess? Huh? Huh? Unfortunately, and- Eric, this is all metagaming. It can't come into the game. Sure it can. It just has to be brought okay. up. Insight, it though. just has to be brought up by someone. Okay, you bring it up and we'll, well pounce J- on it. Well, Jared can't really bring it up because he's... I mean, he could, but he's not well, going to Nobody will listen to him anyway. I, I would... Well, that's, there's that, too. But I would think that someone would be kind of... I would think it would be... Uh, there. I would think somebody in the party is gotta, is, would be pretty pissed at her at this point because the only thing... Well, no, there is one thing Jared could be pissed about, and that is that... Um, that is that while he's because we haven't really had a chance not to give away where the game ends but we haven't really had a chance to meet up as a group again yet even though he now knows that Webster at least is there I don't know don't remember if he knows that Thomas is there yeah um, he should uh, Thomas is standing out in the middle of the group well Thomas challenging Zephyr to a battle that's right okay um, so yeah now he does but they haven't really had a chance to talk but I would think at some point you know he's going to say, "Where's the boat?" And what happened? How did you guys get here? And then it's like, okay, so while I'm well, I'm glad to see you guys. Uh, what the hell? We got I no didn't one. Think you wanted it anymore since you left so abruptly. We thought you were done with the boat. Webster might answer to Jared. We, we had to take care of ourselves because some members of our party decided to abandon us. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, Jarhead. You abandoned far, just as quickly as she did. Yeah, as far as we know, you two are in cahoots. We just see the two of you flying off into They're the clouds. Spies. They are. Well, that's true. And he never lets me eat either. I never stopped you from... Well, I'm not, okay, we're not going to role play it right now, damn it. <laughs> God. <laughs> Uh, but yes, Our listeners there, will just have to there, wait for the next episode to right. see how it turns out. That's right. Boy, I can't wait for Monday night now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so uh, there is some okay. There is some party party strife that needs to be resolved. <laughs> yeah, they thought we fought in the past. <laughs> I think it's Pat's turn to read. Okay, I'll take Zofor. This one is from from Zofor. You know, really, I can't even begin to say what the best part of this part of the story was. It was just one best part after another, leaving me full of joy and effervescence. I think my favorite part was when Zephyr, Jared, and Shiraco landed in the grove of wild olive trees, because it just made the island completely real to me. It was not something I would have expected or thought of myself. It seemed to come out of nowhere, but that's what makes it so real. Because it was so non-standard, from my experience, yet specific that it wouldn't have been mentioned unless it existed, and that just made the image so vibrant and real. And, 
At least now we can put to bed all the speculation on the usefulness of Scirocco. Zephyr has shown that he can run like the wind. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic job all the way around, oh, jetpackless. Thank you for your generous sharing of fun and excitement. Thank you, Zofor, for enjoying it so much. Yeah. Yes, thank you, Zofor. Oh, I just realized something. One more thing about what we were talking about before. They kind of know Jared's not in cahoots with her because when uh, they were leaving, Thomas says, Hey, where are you going? And Jarhead says, I don't know, but I can't let her go by herself. As they're... See, he's just trying to justify his, you know. Yeah, that could have just been to throw us off track. I know. That's what I'm thinking. All we know for sure is that the two of you abandoned us in the middle of a sea serpent attack. The only two I can trust is, is, is Webster and there Kevin. There's no sea serpent when that happened not yet no 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 that happened before was that with the storm something was a yeah it's kind of with the storm when the storm was done this was just after the tooth fairy incident and before anything else had happened and she so they abandoned us so we could sink and go to the bottom of the ocean you left and then the sea serpent showed up for all we know you called him to finish us off Oh, the evil subplots just continue to grow. Wow. Now, we do have some issues to address. What a vivid (laughs) imagination you have. We have issues, all right. (laughs) Anyway, Gamecaster is next, and I think it's my turn to read. It is you. Highly loved the episode. The fan mail episode was great to listen to. The changes are excellent to listen to. Hurrah for the jetting gamers. Love the twists and turns taken, especially with Zephyr and Jarhead leaving the party on the wind and a hope for the Reposian pirates. Cannot wait for MCZ to hit. Everyone sign up for the games, especially mine. <laughs> yeah, he did have a game out there. Everybody should sign up for that. Mm-hmm. It will be great to be playing for another entire day other than a real-world con. Enjoyed all of the female goblin picks. Okay, now I'm starting to worry about him. Made one into the background for my PC. Cool. Well, didn't get any male goblin picks? Uh, I think they were all about the goblin queen. Ah, the goblin queen. Gotcha. Yeah. That doesn't mean there couldn't be any male goblin picks. I think... Uh, <laughs> I think if you had a male goblin pick where the male goblin was on fire, that would be awesome. <laughs> because then you'd have a flaming goblin queen. And how much <laughs> more interesting can you get? An awful lot of setup for that one, Eric. I know, I know. Well, you know, it's late and I'm hungry. From Zerker, he says, Wow! Absolutely stellar episode so far. Listening right now. I'm curious how the GM is going to handle that broken finger. Without proper treatment, it might heal wrong, and the princess will have a permanent reminder of the cost of magic. Ooh, that's true, too. Mm-hmm. Also, mucho thanks for the Monkey Con spotlight. I think you might have gotten me to blush over the bountiful praise. I don't know if my poor ego can handle it. Well, I recommend you just let go of your ego. Suck it up. That's right. (laughs) 
Because we're going to continue hard. to You deserve you all like the praise you get for That's right. Con. Exactly. Yeah. In fact, I think we should change the name. Idea and you ran with it. We should take the website, figure out what his password is, and change it to Zerker's MonkeyCon Zero. <laughs> I might be able to give him a title on the forums. There you go. MonkeyCon Zerker instead of Much- Zero. Still Z. <laughs> That's true. That would be cool. Yeah. yeah. And Pat? From Ketamono. Oh, no, no, no. Eric, you need to do this one. It's going to require an accent. Oh, hell. Then reading it with my voice thing is going to be a pain in the ass. Yeah, you can do it. I don't want... Right. You're the man. You are the king of accents and voices. All right, fine. This is going to be fun to edit. From Catamono. <laughs> Scotty, more power to the self-effacing drive. I cannot do that, Captain. I even engaged the embarrassing moments of teenage life drive and dropped its pants. That ego is going critical. That's more Scrooge McDuck than Scotty, I think, but that's... (laughs) It's still fine. (laughs) It's better than Pat's. That ego is going critical. She's going to explode any minute. (laughs) Come on, boys. Protect my money vault. (laughs) (laughs) So there we go. Thank you, Ketamono. That That's all the feedback we got. Feedback. And you know, I like the way the feedback episode is feedback and meta. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we can, we can explore we the, the motivations. Yeah. That's and right. I get Nikki's proxy vote. There you go. Until she hears how it turned out. I can't believe they think Jared abandoned well, what a bunch of So let's recap our homework for our listeners. Number one, they need to go out and vote for us. We need an award. That's that's right. <laughs> we need this. We need it. <laughs> Number now two. Now that we know it exists, we must possess it. That's right. Yeah. Next year, any is ours. Dun, dun, dun. Or at least we might get be the first actual play podcast that gets nominated. There you go. Uh, the second piece of homework, they need to let us know what they would like for our Halloween episode. Is it going to be M-Force or Funky Frank? And the third thing is? Um, uh, the Christmas episode. Would they rather see us do a Toons version of something? or Because I would love to bring back my wee 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 piggy. Or would they like us to do um, Sotsi? Well, and and... We would also like you to bring back your wee 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 piggy. We don't need to do a Christmas thing for that, though. We could just have a. Uh, um, we could do a tune pickup anytime. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, but I think it'd work good for Christmas. Or a tune. In the case of wee wee, it'd be a tune pickup game. <laughs> <laughs> and the fourth piece of homework: get over to MonkeyCon. That's right. Sign up, Sign for, up games. for a game. W or run a game. <laughs> Get your local gaming group involved. Get them on there. That's right. We can't have too many players. Nope. Or game masters, for that matter. We're going to try to crash Skype. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. So that wraps up this feedback show for September 9th, 2011. Thanks for listening. September 10th. 10th. Oh, crap. 
All right, so that wraps up this feedback show for <laughs> September 10th, 2011. Thanks for listening, and your imagination's just like a jetpack. Keep it fired up, and always... Let it Good gaming. That's Good right. gaming. Good episode. Good fun. Yep. I'm gonna Good grief. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>